0: Welcome to the Bucket Plan On Demand, a podcast for financial advisors based on the best-selling book and process that simplifies financial planning. Hear from skilled industry professionals and special guests each episode that will help perfect your approach with clients and your results.
1: Today, we're going to be talking about the Bucket Plan book and just how we're leveraging the book in our offices and marketing. So Dave, You know, you actually had some pretty cool success stories. Why don't we start it off with a couple of those? Because I was kind of jealous, to be honest with you, of a couple of the cool opportunities that presented themselves to you through the bucket plan book.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I've had two good wins, I would say, in the last year as I look at like my production on the leaderboard that I could in one way or another relate back to the bucket plan book. The first one was I had a client that actually reached out to me like in July or August of last year. And we did a fit call with her. And I asked her, you know, kind of how I open every one of my fit calls. I lead with referrals and I say, oh, were you referred over to me? Or how did you come across, you know, myself and our organization and what we do? And, you know, I use that referral to plant the seeds so that hopefully they become clients and they realize a lot of our clients come from referrals. But she said, no, I was reviewing some stuff from Ed Slott. And I think we all know who Ed Slott is. And I was on Ed Slott's website And on Ed Slot's website was a promotion for this book, The Bucket Plan book. So I went to Amazon and I ordered it. I read it. And it's exactly what I need that my current advisor is not giving us. And if you remember what was going on in the market in July of last year, she did not have any plan in place, high net worth, about 15 million dollars, of which about 9 million, 8 million was investable assets, 70, 71 years old. And she had freaked out, right? What Jason, you always call in the bucket plan, is freak out risk. And so in July, she freaked out and she went all to cash in her retirement accounts, which were over five million dollars. And it was about July that she said she read the book. She absolutely needed something like this. But you know, she wasn't really interested in kind of investing and moving all of her money. So I quoted her a planning fee of $5,000 to go through the process. And you know, then essentially, you know, we began engagement. By December, we finished their bucket plan. She read the book. And then she went to the Bucket Plan Advisor website, and she's in Woodside, California, which is about 10 minutes from my Palo Alto office. And so she reached out to us as the advisor. That's how she got connected with me. Long story short, she moved over all their money. Then we did a family meeting with her three adult children because a lot of the work that we were doing was multi-generational planning. Around Roth conversions, life insurance, and estate planning. We placed a pretty large life insurance case in an irrevocable trust. A lot of their later bucket is around Roth conversions for G2. So we did a family meeting around the bucket plan with the three adult children, and two of them became clients. One has moved over two and a half million, the other moved over a million. So as a family, they're awesome, but it all came about because of the bucket plan book and her reading that and really seeing the process. And what was amazing is just seeing the gap that she didn't have. Although she had plenty of money, no risk of running out of money with that type of wealth, she still freaked out when the markets got volatile because she didn't have a now and a soon bucket. And so, yeah, that was just one awesome kind of success story and win that came out of the woodwork, essentially, that I definitely would not have had if it wasn't for you know, the bucket plan book and the website and, you know, the PR that C2P is doing around the book, you know, of obviously having it connected with Ed slot and things of that nature.
1: Yeah. You know, it was a, a, a cool story that we had happen, Dave, is we, I have a lake house in uh, Marblehead. It's about an hour from where our home is. And we had a uh, a neighbor out there that had moved in about, two years before but we had very limited uh interaction with and they walked up to me and were like you know kind of introduced them myself it was like we formally hadn't even been introduced and they're like you know (laughs) i did not even realize like who you were and i'm like what do you mean and they're like well i read your book and then uh, it was a friend of mine that referred your book. And he said, so, you know, kind of looked on the website and this, that, and the other. And then I put two and two together and I realized you were my neighbor. And it was just, and then, you know, it's just a funny coincidence that it wasn't like I gave them the book. It wasn't, you know, it was like a referral from a friend of theirs. And then they ended up actually interested in becoming a client, which is, was was a cool story. You know, I was looking through as we were about to get on this. I was looking through our leaderboard of all the people that are, you know, doing the most, you know, amount of production with us, you know, as a whole that are doing the most amount of production and 12 out of the 15 on the leaderboard are all utilizing the bucket plan book to mail out every time to every new prospect, you know, as part of the process, like we, you know, suggest to do. And I can tell you, we we started doing that a handful of years ago. And we are consistently getting people call in proactively years after they've read the book. Like they got the book, they maybe did a webinar or, in wh- whatever way, is, attended a seminar. And we mailed them out the book. And then they never responded. You know, we were never able to get them on a fit call. But then eventually, you know, people don't throw, throw books away and it sat around long enough that they ended up starting to read it. And then, then they call in. Which, well, and, uh, and
0: that, that's exactly what happened in my second, you know, kind of success this year is, you know, we had a fit call where, you know, we learned they were a great fit, you know, somebody in their mid sixties, retiring early you know, seven or 8 million of net worth, plus some real estate and things like that total net worth of about 10 or 11 million. And, you know, I quoted them the fee on the fit call, which is what I do, because I'm personally doing the fit calls, right. And so it was kind of crickets after that. But for everybody approaching retirement or already in retirement, we mail out the book. and, And it's really simple. I'll actually just show, I mean, You know, we have a bunch of these little envelopes sitting around. Of course, you can go by at the post office. You probably can't see because of my filter. And then we have the bucket plan book. And we just put a little card in there that we have designed. And, you know, the card's kind of just, you know, little flip card and write them a little note about like, hey, it was great, you know, getting to know you on the fit call. We really think we could help you. We feel like you'd find a ton of value in taking a look at our process that we take clients through to really protect and secure their retirement. It's called the bucket plan. And so we do that religiously after the fit call when we know it's a good person, even if they commit on the fit call to work with us. Because again, it just brings credibility. And it was one of those scenarios where six months later, they called us. And they were like, you know what, we're ready to go through the process now. So what I was trying to hold up is just a little simple, you know, envelope and the bucket plan book with a little card that we hand write to them. And again, it goes a long way and they have shelf life. And for everybody, it's a timing issue, right? Like, you know, I think we have such an incredible value proposition, all of us at C2P as advisors, like. Yeah, it's not really a matter of if they're going to hire us. It's when they're going to hire us. And that's the mindset that I have going into every fit call. Like, I'm going to win 100% of the business. It's not a matter of if it's just when. And so, when you do things like send them the book, it has shelf life, it has legs, and they're going to reach back out when they're ready.
1: And, Dave, like, I think, like, one of the things that, and by the way, in January, I am starting the process of writing a, a high net worth version, high income, high net worth version of the book. So another, you know, another edition of the bucket plan book. But I've heard a number of times like people saying, oh, well, the example's only a million dollars, so I don't want to hand it out to somebody who has two or three or five million dollars. Dave, that's really all you work with you know, how would you like react to, you know, kind of that objection with the current book? And then, you know, are you finding the simplicity of like the without no industry jargon written in plain words? Is that a a benefit to those uh, more high net worth, ultra high net worth, more sophisticated people that you exclusively work with? Or do you feel like, because it's a $1 million example and, you know, it's, it keeps it pretty simple that, you know, what is, yeah? just, just yeah. share with me your take on that.
0: Yeah. I'll kind of go a couple of different, you know, responses to that. You know, number one, I don't feel like it's an issue again, anybody in that retirement demographic I'm sending it to, I don't care if they have, you know, a million dollars, $5 million, $10 million dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any retirees that have like 50 or $100 million. For me, those clients are generally younger. They're business owners that have that type of net worth. But you know, again, I think anyone in that demographic, a million, five million, 10 million, 15 million dollars, it fits really well for because part of the note that I give them and I stole this message from my buddy, Tim Maurer, who, Jason, I know you know, is that, you know, personal finance is more personal than it is finance. And so, you know, for me, when I share with them the book, it's so that they can see the process that we're going to take them through and build some of the, you know, get kind of a, a, a 360 of some of the foundational concepts and tools but at the end of the day working with us as their advisor it's going to bring in all the personal aspects of their money their goals their objectives no two clients have the same plan although every client has the same three buckets and now bucket a soon bucket a later bucket every client wants to maximize their income and minimize their taxes every client wants to earn the best rates of return they possibly can their buckets are going to be completely personalized to their situation. And so, you know, again, the the dollar is just a placeholder. And what I typically find is, you know, the more dollar signs or the more uh, zeros somebody has to the right side of that dollar sign does not equate to the more sophisticated they are when it comes to money. And so, again, like I think eliminating the jargon and the simplicity of the book, it really helps. And, And even the ones that are quite sophisticated, They actually appreciate the simplicity of, you know, the plan and the structure. So again, I don't hesitate at all in sending it to somebody who's in that demographic of pre-retiree, no matter how much money they have.
1: What's, Dave, what do you think about like just the current, you know, economy, financial landscape, what's going on, you know, just overall and, you know, how just having, You know, I guess the stability the bucket plan, you know, preaches and the underlying message, how's that relevant to what's going on today?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm an optimist on the economy and traditionally am. I mean, I think life is always getting better and better if you look at almost any statistic over the last 30, 40, 50 years. But what makes it feel uneasy is the amount of uncertainty that exists in the short term, right? And there's a ton of uncertainty right now. There's you know, uncertainty in, in what's going on with the Fed and inflation and geopolitics and US politics. And you know, our job as advisors is to move people from uncertainty to certainty. And that's where we get paid the big bucks, right? And so at the end of the day, the bucket plan is just a tool to help deliver certainty in a way that people can understand. So again, for me, it, it's absolutely worth its weight in gold in terms of helping people move from this spectrum of you know, coming to us because they have a lot of uncertainty. I mean, I've never had a client hire me that has everything figured out already and has a ton of certainty. If they had a ton of certainty, they wouldn't be looking for an advisor or a new advisor, right? They're hiring us because there's a lot of uncertainty in their life. And the bucket plan is a way that we can at least deliver their asset allocation in a framework that brings them certainty. And then when we layer on the other five pillars of holistic wealth management, tax management, protection planning, legacy planning, investment and asset management, it just brings it all together for them as kind of the total package.
1: And Dave, as you know, know, talking about certainty and uncertainty, one of the ways that we uncover that In the bucket plan process is the concerns and priorities worksheet right and for that to bring that right in front of mind right of like what their number one concerns are, because the book was written in a way where a do-it-yourselfer could technically use that like a workbook, right, and try to start to build their own plan. But in reality, we all know the conclusion they come to is I probably should work with an advisor, right? But, you know, we just came out with a new version. We updated the book. So we made some updates that were important, such as the RMD, you know, age that, you know, the Secure Act 2.0 brought in. So we updated the new retirement age. But what made me think about that, the other update is the concerns and priorities worksheet, right? To be able to really highlight those uncertainties and how, you know, an advisor taking them through the bucket plan process can, you know, can eliminate those uncertainties.
0: Well, and and that's such a powerful tool. And I want to touch on two things, right? Like there's always new uncertainties cropping up. And this is something I'm going to talk about at the retreat in December of a lot of uncertainty going into 2024. Like Anybody who thinks they can predict the political environment that we're going to experience in 2024 is crazy, right? (laughs) Like, there's so much uncertainty that's going to happen in this country. There's so much tax policy uncertainty. Like, people ask me all the time, is the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act really going to sunset and tax rates are going to revert back in 2026? And I have no clue, right? There's so many moving variables in You know, just an example that came up for us last night, we did a discover meeting with a new client who I would put probably in my top seven most sophisticated investment clients that I have now. He has a $9 million IRA, about $13 million of net worth. He's 70 years old. His wife is 64. We did a fit call. We charged him $10,000 as the planning fee to go through the process. And he was always a do-it-yourselfer, very sophisticated. He's never found an advisor that could kind of match like his level of knowledge and expertise from his perspective, right? And so he agreed to move forward, go through the process. And his whole reason for hiring us was the uncertainty of RMD age moving. As simple as that sounds for us, he had built all these spreadsheet models of how much of his IRA he should convert every year leading up to RMD age and how he used to take his social security and when his wife should take social security. And then the government threw out a twist. They pushed RMD age to 72 that threw his world upside down. And then they moved it to 73 and that did again. And he was like, I'm, you know, I'm past my skis. I need to hire somebody who can model all this stuff out for us. And so you know, now we've got the opportunity, he's going through the process. And it was really interesting in our Discover meeting last night, Conrad and David were both in it. And I go through the exact same discovery meeting, the connection questionnaire, I wrap that up, I educate on the money cycle, the biggest mistake people make, talk about the preservation phase for the stable retirement income him and his wife are going to need, Talk about the later bucket for Roth conversion, legacy planning for him and for the spouse and the kids. And when I showed him the visual of the bucket plan, he goes, you know what, Dave, I've seen this before. And I was like, this is perfect because he's already got some momentum or some inertia in the right direction. And I said, wow, that's awesome. This is actually the book that my partner Jason wrote. I actually wrote the preface for this book. And I helped teach this all across the country. And it brought so much credibility to the conversation. And all of you have the opportunity, right? There's three books I keep right next to my computer for every single Zoom meeting. Of course, the first is The Bucket Plan. The second is Ed Slot's Retirement uh, Savings Time Bomb and How to Diffuse It. And I have, you know, the Insure It and the Roth It chapters bookmarked. Jason taught me this like 10 years ago. And then the third is this book I love called Die With Zero. And so again, when you have these books, even if it's a younger, ultra high net worth client who I'm not going to send the book to because it's not relevant for their situation, I still hold it up and I talk about the book because it just says the bucket plan on the front and shows the three buckets, but it brings credibility. And at the end of the day, we need to build trust, credibility, empathy, build connections with these people. And like, this is such a great way to do it. So- I don't know, and Jason, Dave, kind of I a mean, lot of the, different directions to go there.
1: The PCA IAR message, like, you know, just tweaks instead of my partner. It's our founder, our CEO, of my RIA. You know what I well, mean? That's a good
0: point. That's what I did in this. And and I, I think, you know, I use the PCA website a lot in my sales process. And so, you know, I said, actually, our RIA PCA, we built, we invented, we created this financial planning process. If you go to our website, Prosperity Capital Advisors, Right under the solutions tab, under financial planning, you'll see all about how we have the United States trademark around the bucket plan. And again, it brings that level of credibility.
1: Yep. You know, Dave, the other thing we did is, you know, we've taught the consumption methodology for quite some time now as part of the bucket plan process of like, you know, a lot in many cases, not all in many the budgeting process leads to a vin- very inaccurate, you know, conclusion of what they're actually spending, right? It's almost aspirational of what they want to spend or think they'll spend, but it's not realistic of what they're actually spending. So we use that the income gap tool to try to come to more of a, what are you spending now? Then let's make adjustments in retirement, et cetera. But one of the things we realize is there are situations and there's advisor preference as well when a budget actually makes sense to do. So that was one of the other updates we made in the bucket plan book is we talked about the benefits of budgeting, you know, and just having a budgeter type of tool as well as, you know, more of the income gap, which is more of a what are you spending now and adjust from there tool.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I address this with my clients a lot and tell them retirement, you know, when we develop a retirement plan, it's like we're going bumper bowling. You know, their spending is going to vary year to year. We want to have bumper set up so that we don't throw any gutter balls. And the reality of it is I use the income gap assessment in my design meeting just to conceptually get to a number that they're going to need to withdraw from their portfolio But then I know Brian Bibbo does it the same way because this, you know, we talk about it a lot when we're teaching Bucket Plan 2.0. But then I send them a little worksheet that they write down what their monthly or annual expenses are in all these categories. And so it really validates their spending. And a lot of people don't know exactly. But if we use the income gap to get to kind of a high level number of what their withdrawal is going to have to be from their portfolio, And then we give them a little expense worksheet to put categorically what their monthly expenses are. For me, we're putting that in financial planning software anyway. Even if we're not doing a full financial plan, we like to just see it all in there and be able to validate that those two things match up. And so, you know, I think, you know, most of the time it's a one two punch. And I tell them that budget, the categories, You know, it's not like that's a hard, fast rule that they can't go a dollar over budget because nobody likes a budget. Nobody wants to be constrained to a budget, but it helps give us the appropriate guardrails to say, all right, you know, in retirement, you have the flexibility to probably spend about. 75,000 at the high end. And I know you kind of have a target of about 50,000. And every year life's going to throw different things at you. Now, if we get to a situation where we have to start spending 80, 85,000, there's a high probability you're going to run out of money. So that's, you know, the bumper that we don't want to exceed. That's great. That's awesome.
1: You know, the thing is, too, I was thinking about this a couple of minutes ago, Dave. It's like, It's funny because, you know, we have we've had thousands of advisors at this point that have come through the bucket plan training, you know, and that utilize, you know, the planning process. I would say the bulk of people cherry pick and cherry pick certain concepts and tools that they utilize. But the ones, you know, again, when you look at the very highest performing You know, advisors that work with our organization that are consistently, you know, up at the top of the leaderboard, they're running the process checklist, like very to the T, right? Very like a Starbucks kind of model. You know, they're customizing the drinks to the client's preference. But at the end of the day, the process is being run completely pure. And I think that's the beauty of the book, too. There's a little bit of accountability. If you're going to pass out the book, you kind of need to make sure you, you're you following the process to a certain extent, you know, so your clients don't call you out for not doing so. But I think the benefits of scalability and duplicating a proven process versus kind of letting your own you know, habits get in the way and swinging it on a notepad or trying to skip steps to close sooner or whatever it might be. You know, it's just something to take into consideration of what kind of the, the highest performing people are doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, we find constantly when we skip a step, maybe because I get lazy, it it never works out in our favor, ever. Like it just like something happens where it's not as good of a client relationship or, you know, maybe they're more hesitant to move. And so you're exactly right. I mean, I think that, you know, that's the one thing that that we keep seeing, you know, over and over is just follow the process. And, you know, the other thing from a credibility standpoint that it brings is, you know, Jason, and I was thinking about this the other day, like at PCA, we kind of require the bucket plan as the financial planning process. And, you know, we have over 5,000 client households. If you take, you know, on average, that's two people per household, that's 10,000 clients that have entrusted the bucket plan to be their financial planning or retirement planning process. And I think that brings a lot of credibility to it as well. Like people psychologically want to be in a herd. Like if you were having heart issues, you wouldn't want to go to a heart surgeon where this was his first heart surgery or her first heart surgery ever. And, you know, sharing that kind of widespread utilization of this process has helped Thousands and thousands of people retire successfully is a very powerful statement.
1: It's a good point, Dave. And, and the bottom line is, bucketing in general has been around for a long time, even before the bucket plan. So there's a lot of people out there. So when they see, oh, you're certified in the actual bucket plan process, the last thing I want to plug is we're landing in the plane. Is the audiobook. So I know for me personally, I read probably more or consume more audiobooks than I do paper books now. And last year there was a statistic 53% of Americans read an audiobook or listened to an audiobook. So cool thing is the Bucket Plan audiobook was launched and that's out there now. So that's available for you to be able to utilize, send to clients, and use as a resource.
0: Yeah. I always ask my clients, especially if I'm going to send them a book, I just shoot them a message and say, Hey, are you more of a reader or do you listen? And they'll send back and be like, great. I have something I want you to listen to, or great. I'm going to send you a book. I have something I want you to read. But again, like if you send me a hard copy book, it's going to take me a couple months to read it. If you send me an audio book, I'm going to probably have it done in two weeks because I listen to audiobooks every single time I get in the car or when I'm out fishing or when I'm doing things that, you know, I'm not around other people and can just put some AirPods in my ear. So again, you know, meet your clients where they want to be met, deliver content to them in the way that they want to receive it. And I think, you know, it's going to go a long way.
1: Excellent. So the audiobooks available on Amazon. So that that's available there. Thanks for spending time with us today.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Bucket Plan on Demand, brought to you by C2P, an organization whose purpose is to educate, train, grow, and support holistic financial advisors so families can achieve true prosperity. Subscribe today for the latest episodes and insights. Visit c2penterprises.com to learn how we can help support and enhance your advisory business.